Ah, seasons. Okay, that's the cast, guys. Good night. Okay, (laughs) good job, everyone. (laughs) That's a wrap. Hello and welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey friends. Hello and welcome to episode 32. Today we are talking about seasons. But first, let me tell you just a little bit about how you can support Letters from the Road if you so choose. You can log on to our website, lettersfromtheroadpod.com, and it'll take you to our Substack where you can click on subscribe, where you can click to upgrade your subscription and you can pay $5 per month or $40 per, per year to get access to our Pin Pals Discord, which has turned into a lot of fun already. Um, conversation this week has been so much fun. We've talked about loud music at campgrounds and books and <laughs> all Turns kinds out, of things. Friends, maybe I play my music a little louder than other people might like at a campground. Uh, I could have told you that. (laughs) And this week we welcome our friend Beth to the Pin Pals. Yeah, welcome. It's awesome having Beth aboard. Yeah. Thank you so much for supporting us. If you would like a shout out and want to join the fun conversations over on our Discord, that's how you do it. You just subscribe on the Substack and it helps us out. It helps us keep making this great show. But if you don't, it doesn't. I mean, it matters. We love for you to join our community. <laughs> it matters but to me. If you don't, we still love you. We're still, you're still welcome here. You're still a part of our community, and we are still going to make a podcast every week for you. And we are still going to put out two letters every week. So none of that's going to change. Yeah, totally. So that's the scoop with that. Now, Clay, what are we drinking tonight? Ah, uh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> tonight we have beer again. Beer again, and a pumpkin beer again at that. I mean, it is the season for pumpkin beer. Uh, this is from a brewery we stopped at as a harvest host on the way. Yeah. Uh, to where we are now, which we'll get to. But this was in Topeka, Kansas. It was Happy Bassett Brewing. Yes. And the cool thing about this brewery, I'm sorry, this beer is a pumpkin ale. It's a seasonal. It's very good. It's a dark. Yeah, pumpkin. I like it. I, yeah. I find it delicious. Very tasty. We got a growler of it, so we're mm-hmm. enjoying it a couple nights later. But yeah, the cool part about this brewery, though perhaps a little hard to find if you don't realize there are two different locations, <laughs> is that they have My navigator a, failed me, y'all. Yeah. They have a big deck and dog park out back. Uh-huh. Hence the name, Happy Bassett. Yes. Or maybe the other way around. But it's for the Happy perhaps, Bassett. Yeah, perhaps the name came first. Yeah, but the dog park was big. Yeah. So we brought... Frankie over. I mean, we got in pretty late. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was yeah. dark. And so we like, well, whatever, park wherever. Who cares if it's level? Let's go over and grab a beer. <laughs> and we brought Frankie over to the dog park. Yeah. Uh, he was the only dog there, unfortunately. he met. Well, he did meet one other dog briefly. Yeah. But didn't have anyone to play with except us, which he we had a lot of fun throwing sticks. <laughs> had a great time. Oh, had a great time. Yeah. And I thought the beers were great. We tried four different beers uh two each yeah 
but tried each other's. <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> it wasn't that crazy. Uh, yeah, we had two each, and then we got tacos from the taco truck. Uh, you oh, got a torta. Oh, my gosh. So good. Tacos Leon. El Pastor. It was mm, delicious. Oh, I had such a wonderful conversation um, with, oh, my gosh, I can't remember her name now. The person running the food truck. Yes. <laughs> um, she seemed delightful. I I walked Frankie back to the house. We were talking about the, our travels. Uh, and yeah. Maybe. Yep. So she's been doing the taco truck for three years and has had a lot of success even just doing weekends at the brewery. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I understand why she's had a lot of success because it was an excellent torta. I, it was probably the best alpastor I've had outside of Mexico. Yeah. It was it was quite good. Yeah. So yeah, a, a great night was had by all. Um, and the nice thing about the harvest host is, our youngest could have leftover non-dairy mac. Uh huh. In the trailer. Yep. And the kids got to hang out at the camper, but we brought food back. Yep. <laughs> they could have come over with us, but they didn't feel like it. Yeah, it was pretty late and dark. So. Um, yeah, so a bit of a recap, I guess, on where we've been. Because last yeah, week... Yeah, back we, it up. <laughs> last week we came to you from Normal at the Loves RV stop. The Blessed Loves. The ble- Gosh. We left there, uh, well, we tried to leave there. <laughs> oh, friends, friends. It's been a week. It's been a week. A good one, mostly. Yes. So backing it up a bit. God, it feels like. So we were there until Thursday. Yeah, we were. I we were supposed to leave Thursday. I worked Monday through Wednesday. We did leave yeah, Thursday. But later than we intended. Yeah. So um, we needed to run by our storage unit to swap out a few things because uh, just for the cougar and things like that and some toys the kids wanted, that kind of thing. And we wanted to get our KitchenAid mixer so we could bake for Christmas. <laughs> so oh, hell yeah. We're going to have our bigger kitchen back. Yeah. And. So we wanted to do some things like that, and we kind of were like, oh, well, we'll get there when we get there. You know, Clay's off on Thursday, so we'll just go then. Thursday morning before we leave town, because we have to, you know, we want to go to a harvest house. We don't be there way too early, so, you know, just do it Thursday morning. Yeah. We don't have anything else going on. Right. So we went over there. <laughs> we were so naive. We put, like, laundry in the dryer. And we're like, oh, we'll be back by the time it's done. Because it was literally just right down the road from the, the lowest. Yeah, all we were doing was dropping a couple things off and pulling a couple things out. Yep. Uh, until, well, it was raining that day. And, yes, um, yes it was. And when we got there, we realized there was water in our unit. Yeah. And in this, our climate-controlled unit. I was going to say, this is like inside of a building, a climate-controlled, like, air-conditioned, heated unit where we keep our musical instruments and uh, those things we wanted to take extra special care of, like the kids' American Girl dolls. Yep. <sighs> and water had been coming in probably from, like, the side wall, the corner. Yeah, it seemed it looked like, like it. A, a crack in the masonry or something. Yeah. I don't know the proper terms for that. I'm sure someone will correct me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Some masonry but, nerds listening. Yeah, to this. right. Exactly. Let us know. <laughs> Regardless, uh, water had been leaking in, and there was a nice little puddle of it on the floor of our storage unit, soaking mm. an entire box. Luckily, and... there was only one box on the floor. 
Yeah. Everything else that was on the floor was kind of like up off the floor, so to speak. It was like furniture or something that like just the legs were touching the floor. Yeah, and so, no major damage other than one doll, a few mm-hmm. other various things that were definitely more wet than they should have been in yeah. a climate controlled unit. Yeah. Um, I don't. Some finishes seems, to touch up on some furniture. That yeah, it seems like the piano might need refinished, perhaps. But it played great. It still, it, it was still in it tune did. for the most part. But yeah, that was a major, major bummer. It's a very like sad and frustrating start to the day, and we ended yeah, up pulling everything, everything out. out. Luckily, one of the I never caught her name, but one of the um people working at the storage facility was so delightfully helpful. Mm-hmm. Brought me a mask because I'm allergic to mold. Like brought me, brought us stuff, brought us supplies, got us things to like, got brought a pallet so we could set stuff up off the ground. Yeah, and when the first pallet she brought was too big, she brought Went a smaller and found one. Another one. <laughs> this woman was a rock star. Yeah, she was so great. And uh, luckily, we know we don't know about the unit right next to us, but the one on the same one on the road at the end, they came and checked because the the people called them, and they didn't have any water. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. I was really glad for that for them. So yeah, it seemed like it was kind of limited to us, which uh, we had one box kind of take the brunt of it. But it could have been a lot worse. And I think we're we're glad we were there when it was raining because I don't think I think it kind of like is one of these things that shows up when it rains and probably goes away when it's not. Yeah. Well, the problem was we had to leave that day because we <laughs> had some pretty tight plans. So um, we have to double check that it got fixed, but we were able to get everything up off the ground. Uh, we stuck a bunch of dampered in there that we luckily had on hand. Yeah, and they at least put like moisture soaking stuff all over the the leak where it floor, seemed like, it was like where from. it seemed like it was coming in. Yeah. So that was a temporary fix, but something yeah. at least. Yeah. So that was really nice. Uh, it could have been a lot worse, like way way worse. Uh, it was still really kind of depressing, and it was one of those moments where. You can feel like, oh, well, if I didn't travel full time and my stuff wasn't on the storage unit, this wouldn't happen, right? Yep. But things happen in houses and apartments. We've had water problems in every single house we've had. So it makes sense. We probably brought this problem on on the storage facility. (laughs) It's our bad luck with water. No, Uh, I was going to say, except the Fell house, actually. The oldest house, yeah. That one never had water problems. No, it just had the entire oh, no, no, house no. needed to be rewired. No, there was a water problem, actually. It was oh, right the after toilet. we moved in. The toilet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't a, a water problem like water in the basement or anything. No, 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 no. It was, I walked in after uh, like taking one of the kids to a birthday party and uh, there was water raining into the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That toilet upstairs was the... You know, yeah. it was constantly running and we hadn't fixed it yet and yep. it got clogged and we left the house. Yep. Yeah. Not uh, good. Replacing a toilet is not expensive if you own a house, just FYI. <laughs> replacing a toilet is not expensive, no. No, but, but fixing I mean, water damage can be. Yeah. Luckily, it wasn't terrible, but uh, yeah. No, we did have our handyman fix some of that plaster. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was Long a mess. Story. It was yeah. a mess. So that was the start of our travels then, <laughs> of this long expedition out west was leaving late Quite because late. we had this awful thing happen. And so it we... It was an even bigger bummer because we were planning to meet up with a bunch of my family. Yeah, and that ended up not working out because we left so late. 
we did go to the harvesters and we were still able to meet up with Clay's immediate family, which mm-hmm. was good. Yep. I was really glad they still Except for out. my nephew and I sister-in-law. Know. But I'm sure we'll get to see them again in um, a couple of years or so. I, yeah, that seems like so long, but also like a lot quicker than we've seen them recently. So yep. it was really nice to get to see them, but kind of a bummer we were so late. Yeah. We went to Cedar Ridge Winery which um, and Distillery, which we've been to several times. Many times. Many times. And We'd never gotten to Harvest Toast there. We hadn't. It was great. It was probably one of, I mean, I'm biased because their bourbon is the best bourbon I've ever had. Yeah. That's uh, seriously. A I'm not joking. <laughs> great find. Yeah. It's so good. But they also have very good wine. I really like their reds a lot. And... um. And they have great food, and they were still serving food when we got there at 8 p.m., which was excellent. So great flat parking area, quiet overnight, no complaints whatsoever. Other I wouldn't say the parking late. area was especially flat, but we were able to flat enough find compared to a lot of a spot harvesters. where we were level enough. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was decent. Yeah, it was for very sure. decent. Exceptionally decent. <laughs> Compared with like, and then added on to like how much other good stuff made it a good harvest host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Highly recommend if you're ever in that area in Iowa. Definitely, definitely stay. I mean, also Millstream is a harvest host. Oh, in they Amana. are. Yeah. And, and that, so, oh God. And we love Millstream. You know that. Uh, yeah. We, we told you about that a few yeah. times. But <laughs> so stay there. Or if you are going up a little more towards Cedar Rapids, um, it's a little farther from I-80. But yeah, Cedar Ridge. Especially if you're a whiskey drinker. Oh my god, yeah. They have really good wine too. Yeah, um, it's great. And but the, like the you whiskey said, good food. is so but yeah, good. Especially if you're a whiskey drinker, it is worth the trip out of the way to go up to Cedar Ridge. Stay there for the night. You won't be disappointed. No, and the bottles are not expensive for how good they are. Yeah. Oh no, not at all. Oh shoot, no. Um. Yeah, and no, I don't want you to get the impression that this is like. Uh, uh, you're going to pay like a hundred bucks for a bottle of uh, bourbon. It's like a standard 30? price. Yeah, 30 some. Tastes like a $60 bottle in my opinion. Oh yeah, for sure. So that is where we spent Thursday night. Friday we left, or not as early as we intended because <laughs> it was just, we had, anyway, we were tired. We and, got up and around and we had a lot of things. We had yeah. to like rearrange the truck bed to yeah. carry some new stuff and yeah. We walked around the vineyard. And it was beautiful, yeah. We listened to the podcast to yep. make sure it was okay before we were going <laughs> to... Clay owes me edits by Thursday. Upload it. Slack. <laughs> um, we left there Friday morning to go to Des Moines to pick up some parts for our Airstream. Yep. We made some repairs in the parking lot. Hopefully saved a fellow Airstreamer from complete destruction of their rig. Yeah, whoever <laughs> else was in their Airstream at uh, Blue Airstream Compass. Des Moines, Blue yeah. Compass, man, I hope you get your tongue jack fixed. Yeah, they but I'm, I'm hoping nothing else happened. <laughs> they had forgotten to chalk their rig and uh, left, and it had rolled, and the tongue jack bent. It was pretty scary. Yikes, yeah. We looked over, and we're like, that doesn't look right. So we ran in and got somebody in the... Um, they were able to come pick it up like with the thing they used to move rigs around. So uh, that was good. Mm, yes. At least the airstream didn't fall down. Hopefully major disaster averted. Yes, hopefully so. So that was, should have been uneventful, but it was kind of eventful. It took a while to get stuff fixed up, but it worked. Well, we were able to, okay, we were able to get the new microwave in. Yes. 
find all of the hardware that we needed to mount it. Yes. And we got the door fixed. We got the hinges that we needed to repair the cabinet door under the sink, which was a complete disaster. It had been since Baja. Yep. Yeah. And it's great now. It's it, Our door finally works again. <laughs> it had been, been like... It's in ages. Mostly functioning for most of the time between Baja and now, yeah, but like by the like time... never great though. By the time we got back from Alaska, it was like falling off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I did try and fix the base of one of the drawers uh, got that put back on, but then it popped back off again because I didn't fix the latch of the so door we'll properly. Fix that so. again. But yep. uh, we got a bunch of stuff fixed. That was yeah. really nice before we got off on some longer drives. And then we went drove from Des Moines to Topeka, which takes you through Kansas City, which I don't know if you've, like, if you've ever driven through Kansas City, it's not awful. The traffic's not usually terrible. We did hit it kind of around rush hour. Uh, but like, it's one of these cities where I feel like you have to change highways seven times. Yeah, there are a lot of get different... Get all the way over to the left. Get all the way over to the right. Get all ways the way to go around Kansas yeah. City. For sure. It was fine. It was fine. But It, it actually was... worked pr- like for a... What was it? Friday night? Yeah. Um, at, at like, like six. Was it six already at that point? Yeah, I guess it was. It was not bad. I mean, we avoided downtown. Yeah, we, yeah, we like... Took Went around to get to head west. to the north and west. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was, you did great. And mm-hmm. yeah, there were only a few F-bombs. Yep. I <laughs> saved them for today. Um, <laughs> then we went to the Happy Bassett, which was awesome in Topeka. Yeah. Uh, we got in kind of late, like Clay mentioned. I would recommend getting there during daylight because it was really hard to find a level spot in the yeah, dark. Yeah, and it just seems like a nicer place to be. Yeah. Like, with some with some yeah. light hanging yeah. out outside with people really and dogs. Fun. But yeah. it was still comfortable and nice. And once we found the right one after Clay took me to a strip mall where I had to turn the airstream around. Yeah, that was a big mistake. Um, whoops. They have two locations. Yes, there's two locations if you ever go there now you know. Yeah. Uh, but the people were really nice. It was a great place. And then we went on yeah, yesterday. Yeah, that was oh, yesterday. God. From Topeka to Tucumcari, New Mexico. <laughs> Which was a whole lot of Kansas. So much Kansas. Like, um, a lot. Kansas is part of what I like to call the, like, barren strip of land <laughs> up and down the entire yeah. center of our country. Yeah. Nebraska, Kansas, Dakotas. But they'll charge you to drive on those roads in Kansas. Oklahoma and Texas panhandles, all of you, <laughs> you know what you are. You are a vast wasteland. And I apologize it's if you live there. It's kind of beautiful in that way, though. Taryn. But <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of beautiful in that way, I think. It is. It's kind of like you, you just, just, just you have to openness. make sure you have enough fuel. Yes. And you know you're going to drive for a long time yes. without much to see or do. Yeah. We kind of like went to Tucumcari because that was where to go. Like mm-hmm. There weren't that many places that were appealing to stop in between yep. there so we got there right around dark yesterday which was actually nice it was a good day it was a good drive day just we got boring. there for sunset yeah mm-hmm. sunset was beautiful we had a really nice big site it was easy uh, kind of uneventful yeah it was just very um, long drive day long and boring i mean um, i enjoyed it yeah it was I mean, all right uh, okay Yes, boring as far as like scenery. There were a lot of cool fall yeah. colors through Kansas. That's true. 
um, when we were in the part that still had trees. It wasn't a bad day. Like, nothing happened. And nothing bad happened. Yes. So that was better than the excitement from earlier in the week, really. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then today we drove from Tucumcari to Flagstaff. So we're in Flagstaff now. We'll be here for a few nights before we head on to Vegas. Mm-hmm. We love Flagstaff. We've never actually stayed here. We've only kind of passed through or come up here like when we've been staying down in Sedona. So it's really nice to get to spend a few nights here. Yeah, um, absolutely. We like it. I really can love with it already. It's so fall right now. It's oh. amazing. Fall is my favorite season. It, oh, it's so amazing. And up here, know. like, I don't know. There's something special about northern Arizona to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's it's so fun. I it, Backing up a little bit to when we were in normal still, because we were there for the first half of the week last week. We got to go out to Anju, which is our favorite restaurant there, uh, which was really fun. And we also had a friend stop by because, you know, we had talked about how we could see the Airstream from the highway. Yeah, One of our friends yeah. uh, didn't realize we were in town, but saw the Airstream and just drove up and said hi. And it was so great. Yeah, it was awesome to see Brian. Yeah, I was, we were like, we had Frankie over at the dog park and we're like, why is that truck parked in front of her Airstream? What? They're like, walk, the guy's walking through her site. What the hell? We go over there. We're like, oh, hi. <laughs> it's oh, so great. It's so good to catch up. Yeah. So that was really fun. Uh, Normal is a bit of a small town in, in the best way. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, oh, gosh. It was. And I got to go to TPG, my favorite climbing gym of all time. It was really good to spend some time there again. Yeah. Except for the whole storage unit thing. They were like, yeah. get the freak out of here. I know. Done. That, that definitely put a damper on it. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> Oh God! But yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a busy driving week. Yeah, um, we're tired but happy. Yeah, ready for. Oh, and then today, God, week. I almost forgot. Oh, we went through Petrified Forest today. Oh yeah, you didn't mention part that. Part of our drive. No, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. If you're ever on forty slash Route sixty six mm-hmm. out this way, you have to do Petrified Forest. It's a must do, in my opinion. Yeah, it's funny because it's one of those national parks that doesn't get much attention. Yeah, and it's like totally like a one-day park. Like I would never want to spend more than one day there. But it's like right along I-40 there through yeah. Arizona. And it's, it's a just, road trip park. It's beautiful vistas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like beautiful red rocks in the desert. And then get get out of your vehicle. You can take your rig through it, which is yeah, awesome. tons of RV parking. Get out of your vehicle and go walk around and look at tons and tons and tons of big chunks of petrified wood. It's so cool. It's like an entire forest from millions, hundreds of millions of years ago. Millions and millions of years. It's it's so cool. Definitely worth the visit if you're ever nearby. Like it's worth a little detour out of the way even to get it because it just feels. So Route 66 nostalgic to me. Like, it's really cool. Yeah, super cool. Well worth it. Glad so we, we did it again. Yeah, we had a great time. It's dog friendly too, which is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Frankie was able to go on our hike with us. <laughs> Unfortunately, I um, <laughs> failed to notice that the poop bags were no longer on the leash. Sometimes they get knocked off of it. Yeah, they're in like a little container on that attached Uh to the leash. Uh So, of course, as we're walking through this wonderful national park that allows 
dogs on the trails, unlike most of them. Yeah. He decides he needs to go. And I realize I don't have a bag and I'm and we're quite like, a ways from the track. All the way, like we're like, we're on a loop and we're like halfway through the loop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the oldest was able to find like a plastic, like large piece of plastic that went around a pack, like a pack, a pack, of, pack gum. of gum. <laughs> and I was able to like scoop up, there wasn't that much dog poop, so scooped it up in there and kind of like a little poop ice cream cone and he had just a poop cone. carried it the rest of the way on the and hike. And I pretended like I didn't know him. People got to ask me what it was. And <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. It was pretty it smelled. Simple. Yeah, it smelled pretty bad. But at yeah. least you didn't leave the poop. Yeah, no, I mean like... I offered I offered to run back and get a poop bag. I know, but it was Because so they had back. them at the at the front of the hike there. It worked. It, it was something. <laughs> So yeah, that was make our sure day. when you take your dog on the hike, you have bags. We always do. I, they have I mean, them at the trailhead. Also, the visitor center on the Painted Desert side had a dog park. Yeah. It was cute. That was cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dog all, friendly. All the way around. RV friendly. Right. Mm-hmm. Good. Quick couple hour stop park. Yeah. There's like a really cute picnic area by the other visitor center on the mm-hmm. other end. If you want to like have lunch and like hang out, like it's a good spot for that. Yep. I, I highly recommend it. It's it's great. And I just love New Mexico and Arizona in the fall. I don't know I do why specifically. It's, it's just something like something in the air as, and the yeah. way the sky is. As soon as we got to the desert and it's like, oh, this is like I yeah. I love fall in the Midwest with the changing colors and all that. Oh, there's something but special like, out here though. Yeah, it's just uh oh, I, I love it. Yeah. So maybe I'll talk a little bit more about seasons. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what we're talking about. about, yeah. Oh, look what we did there. I thought you did it on purpose. (laughs) Maybe a little. I wasn't sure. You should read. Okay, I'll read. Dear friend, if you've been around here for a bit, you might know that we plan to spend winter in Leavenworth, Washington this year. We start making our way there via Las Vegas to pick up our fifth wheel in about a week. Leavenworth will be snowy and cold. A real winter. You might be thinking, why on earth, if you can spend winter anywhere, would you spend it in the snow? After spending the past two winters in Florida and Southern California, plus a month in Baja, California and Mexico, we are ready for the cold. We are ready for a Christmas that feels like Christmas. There is something odd about reversing your seasons. The past two summers, we have been in cool climates, way up north in Maine or Alaska. There were warm, sunny days, but the nights were always cool and we wore sweatshirts and flannels often. It's our whole family's favorite weather. But then, we go south for fall and winter and it's warmer at first, then kind of similar to what we had for summer. Not many places in the U.S. are actually hot during the winter, and even Baja wasn't particularly warm last year. I have a habit of forgetting what time of year it is, what season or month, because I'm constantly in a new climate. It's fun, but it's tiring in a way that is hard to explain. Clay has often said that he needs to live in a place with distinct seasons if we settle down. I haven't always been so sure, but after the past year or so, I think I'm coming around. There's something so peaceful, so grounding about being in the Midwest in the fall, right as the temperatures go from sweltering to mild, and the leaves turn and crunch beneath me. It's not so much the seasons themselves as the changing for me. I start to get restless of one thing, just as it begins to shift and change to something new. 
I think a lot about seasons in life too, about how there is a time and a place for a thing and then that season ends. I have had seasons of full-time professional work and seasons of rest and creativity. I have had seasons of silly, goofy happiness and seasons of sadness. There have been seasons of wonder and awe and seasons of quiet contentment. There's an ebb and flow to all of it. We are ending a season of frenzied, maybe even frantic travel. We were in a high energy state for a long time and initially had a very difficult time coming down from it as we settled in the Midwest for a few weeks. But we so look forward to hunkering down for this winter. We are craving quiet and rest as the snow falls around us, cocooning ourselves in the warmth of our tiny house. We aren't entirely sure what comes after this season. We are taking, we're taking things a season at a time at this point. We are seeing where the road goes a bit at a time. I think we will all be ready to jump again into the high energy frenzy once spring rolls around, but we are staying open to the other possibilities, to what season is next for us in life. When we do stay put for a while, I know it won't be forever. It will be what is right in that season and there will be many new seasons after that. Seasons that I do not yet know exist. Friend, whatever of season of life you are in, I hope you can at least sometimes embrace it like the first snow. With excitement, if maybe also a bit of trepidation. With awe and wonder and a gentle knowing that the snow never lasts forever. It melts. Spring comes. A new season will arrive. See you down the road. Jamie. I really, really, really like that letter. Thanks. It almost makes me cry at the end. It's pretty. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I think it's funny because you bring up that, you know, I say I need distinct seasons. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, I I do. I mean, like, my favorite is like fall and spring. So there's something kind of enticing about like the Northwest or something like that, where it's kind Mm, of almost an eternal fall. Yep. The Northwest, West of the mountains. Yes. Um, Not Leavenworth where we'll have a definite winter. Yes. There are four distinct, beautiful, fun seasons in Leavenworth. And I think that like, one thing that I didn't know about myself until we lived on the road is that, yeah, I mean, like, that is so ingrained in me. Uh-huh. Like, just from growing up in places that had four distinct seasons. Yeah. Um, that it, you know, I, I do feel weird and feel like I miss it when we don't have it. I feel mm-hmm. like all of us felt that way. And, and, Honestly, the kids love snow. They do. And because the kids love snow, it helps me love snow. (laughs) Same, same. And I think it's different too. So like looking forward to this winter, I mean, we'll have a lot of content for you about how it goes with snow in the RV and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. But I think what I'm looking forward to this winter is the kids really being excited about the snow. And I look forward to, like we often most of the time won't have anywhere we have to drive or go if we don't feel like it yeah so if the weather is truly shit we can just like 
cocoon up in our little house and be all cozy and turn on the fireplace and just sit in blankets and read and watch Christmas movies. Yeah, it's our big little house, too. Yes, it's our big little house. It has the fireplace. It does. It it has, like, a few... It has, like, a couch we can all sit on. And it has, like, yeah. A a, A table we can all sit at. We can do some baking. Like a puzzle. Play a game. Do a... Ooh, do a puzzle's a good idea. right? Yeah. Especially if we're not moving, right? I think we're Mm going to end up going out and skiing. We're going to ski. We're going to snowshoe. We're going to tube. We made our list already. Yeah. We've got lots of things to do. <laughs> well, as the snow is actively falling, like there's something so peaceful about just watching it fall and sitting in your house and just being there. Oh, totally. I love it. I mean, like be, being able to like sit by the window, watch the snow fall, read a book and drink your coffee. Yes. On a weekend. Yes. Is wonderful. Yeah. And I I don't know. I might have to buy a snow shovel and shovel our site a little bit. Yeah. But it's not gonna be like the driveway. It's then... not gonna be like the amount that no we have to No one ever tells before. you in the Midwest when you buy a corner lot how much more sidewalk you have to shovel. No one thinks about that until you buy it and then you realize Yeah, but it's a lot of sidewalk. But I loved having the corner lot. The corner lot was great, but there's <laughs> a lot of sidewalk to shovel. Honestly though, let I will tell you though that even with the sidewalk to shovel there being more like I felt like it was easier than shoveling our big driveway at our other house because that one was sloped. Oh, that's true. Which is weird. At the other house you just shoveled most of the time and I didn't really shovel very often. It was little kids and just the way we divided things up. Sure. But I shoveled a lot at the other house. That's true. You did you did it a lot more. <laughs> so that might be I think why your it recollection might be different because I think we just traded off more slash like sometimes we would like fight over who got to shovel. Like I want to go outside. No, I want to go outside. <laughs> well, it was like I don't know. I, so normal gets snow in the winter. Yeah, it's not super cold though. But it's not not usually usually yeah like super unpleasant to go outside and shovel snow or something like that. Like it's, yeah, it's a decent winter there. What I hated about winter in our previous life, what I hated about snow, well, one, I really hate being cold. Like I, I (laughs) just, I'll get real cold and like, and be unable to get warm. It's a little less of a problem for me right now. I think for various reasons, but like, um, I generally like, Cold hurts me. Like it hurts my hands. It hurts my feet. My joints hurt really bad. And it's like I just and sometimes you get cold and you feel like you can't get warm. I hate that. It's like the bone chilling cold, like the super, super cold, like from that I really hate. Like when we lived in Iowa, that one was like the high is nine degrees all week. Yeah. Well, you made sure to get us plenty of good snow gear. I did, I did. And I think it's not quite as it's not quite that cold, right? Like it's not gonna be like 10 degrees for an entire week where we're headed. Yeah. I hope. Uh, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It's not supposed to be. So Especially that's this year, right? Yeah. That's definitely part of it for me. And then I think I hated the unpredictability of snow, of having plans and having either the plans get canceled or having them not get canceled, but you have to like deal with like the extra time it takes to get there and like oh, the like, other people from forgetting how to drive in the snow and like school and school and work yeah, and all that. activities uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. And like, 
having to figure out how to navigate it all. And like, if I can, while the snow is falling, if I can, and the roads are a mess, if I can just not be on the roads or not have to drive on them, if I can walk somewhere. That's exactly it for me. Yeah. I like, I love it. It's beautiful. I hate driving on, well, I don't hate driving on snow, to be honest. I hate driving on ice. I hate driving on ice and I hate how other people drive on winter conditions sometimes. Yeah. So we probably won't, well, mm, we'll do some driving. Yeah, there's a climbing gym in Wenatchee 25 minutes away that I will be at multiple times a week. Okay, I mean, fair enough. <laughs> so we'll do some But driving. like if the weather's bad, I can go a different day. Yeah. It's not like it's going to snow hard and ruin the roads every day, right? Like it, that's not how it is. And there's a lot in Leavenworth that's very walkable very from our walkable. campground. Mm-hmm. And pleasantly walkable. Oh, and I I'm think it's planning to have really... some great snow Or if we did want to drive down to downtown, it's like half a mile. Like we could go park there and it's fine. Sure. And it's like half a mile away or something. Yeah. It's like super close. And so that's Jamie, not a bad drive in the snow. They light it up. Oh my God. You guys, if you don't know, I'll put links to pictures or something in the, in the, in show notes. If you don't know what Leavenworth looks like at Christmas, you have to like go look it up. <laughs> it is just, they've already put the lights up or they've been putting them up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just it's Christmas probably lit lights. up right now. No, I don't think they officially light it until November. Oh, okay. But I could be wrong. Yeah. But there's it's Christmas like lights. after Halloween. Thing. Like everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. All over the buildings, all over all the trees downtown is a whole thing there it it's a whole little thing and it's cheesy and amazing and i cannot wait and there's a reindeer farm and there's like sleigh rides and shit like i am there for it they keep lighting it up like through february yeah but they just like slightly different festivals for each like month or whatever like, it's they know how to winter there it's I'm just like, saying. It's, it's a celebration of winter, and I'm excited. And the KOA, like, there in the mountains, like, it's a bunch of snow is, like, open. We're going to find ourselves some used skis and try yes. the little ski hill there. Yes, yes we are. We're, I mean, we're going to snowshoe. Snow tubing is one of my favorite things. <sighs> yes. We're, we already got youngest toboggan out of the storage unit. Yes, that was one of the things we went to get. Yep. And that is ready to go. That's in the back of the truck. Yep. Toboggan time. It's going to be... A whole crap ton of fun. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, I think I'll be tired of it by the time it's over, but I'm really looking forward to it. And I think that's, that's like the whole point, the point of seasons, right? It's right. like none of that's forever. And that's like why it's fun. It's because, And that's like, oh my God, that's why I love summer when you're far north. Uh-huh. People love summer because it doesn't last very long. You've yeah. got to like make the most of it. And so like every weekend they're going to the cabin or to the lake or to wherever they go and they're, you know, getting the camper out and they're just like living it up all summer long because that doesn't last. Floating down the China in Fairbanks. Oh my God. How much fun. That was a blast. And just like, like we were, it was very heavily locals. Oh yeah, totally. We were, I'm sure there were other tourists there doing the same thing but there it were felt like mostly locals there were a lot of fair fairbanksers fairbanksians at least alaskans, alaskans yeah. <laughs> on that river with us and enjoying the heck out of the summer it was just yeah like i love that about a place where it's like cold in the winter because the summers are just that much more fun 
like not just to mention like that they're more mild and just enjoyable summers, but like it's just the people know how to summer. Oh yeah. You betcha. And that's like because they appreciate that it doesn't last forever. Yeah, for sure. It's like Minnesota Lake country, you know, like. So I've always viewed our like full time quote travel, which I never know how to quantify that anyway, because we kind of accidentally went full time before we were officially full time. And then, yeah, for sure. Like, I think we'll accidentally fall out of it at some point too, because that's just how we do things. It really is. So like I, I, to me, I look at it as a season. I've always looked at it as a season. I don't know how long it'll last. I still don't. Like I think it might be, we might be done in another year. Might be two more years. Like yeah, less than that. I think there are some reasons to keep doing it, and there's some reasons it would be good to stay in one place for longer. We're yeah, and, kind of trying that out in a way. Yeah. This winter. Yeah, we are. So I think it's like there's like seasons for both, right? And the way we like to do it right now, the thing we're trying out is like going pretty hard and fast for a while and then kind of not Yeah. for a little while and then doing it all over again. And I think that probably works really well for us because, again, we like change. But also, I think it's just like this openness to like, okay, what's the next season that really keeps it like sustainable for us? Oh, for sure. Because I think if you try to do it the same way all the time, that would be tough. Yeah, I think it helps you appreciate the current season to know that it doesn't last forever too yeah i guess i've never like assumed that we're always going to be full-time RVers or whatever and i i hate putting like that label on it because right it's it almost seems like uh exclusive or yeah trying to make a bigger deal out of it than yeah it is maybe i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. it's like i don't know i'm not gonna like call myself like full-time apartment dweller or full-time right yeah yeah yeah, right like it's just where i live it's one part of but it allows uh, the fact that our house has wheels allows us to oh for sure for sure and it's like a big part of our lifestyle but it's like not the only thing we are if we give that up somehow or someday like it's not gonna change us that much no we're just currently living a nomadic lifestyle yeah but we've always prioritized travel we've always moved frequently moved a lot (laughs) a lot of these things are not that new it's just in a different way yeah and so when i think about like oh eventually we'll like come off the road i don't for us i don't think that's 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 actually gonna happen huge thing we're never gonna come off the road jame no we're not That's, that's not a thing right it's just less or more maybe we'll have a home base yeah exactly and so that's how I look at it. It's not like this huge shift of or huge transition for us. It's it'll be much more like a okay, and this is what we're doing for now, and this is this means that we have this, and it's not uh like gonna change my life like that much. No, and it could look a lot of different ways. Like this winter, we're staying in the fifth wheel. Yeah, um, we've talked about doing that for longer. It's even gonna function as a house. Yep, it's a tiny house. I mean, yeah, like. It happens to have wheels, but if you put it in one place and leave it there, it's like a, it's a house. large, tiny house, really. It's got two bathrooms, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a... I'm looking forward to it. It's like a New York apartment. It's a few hundred square feet. Yeah. Not bad. It isn't at all. It's comfy. I find it very comfortable. Um, You know, there's reasons that we're in the Airstream now instead for our adventure rig, but it, it works great for a house, for a home base. Yeah, totally. 
and change is nice. Like some of it's just like craving. Like we've spent a lot of time in the airstream, like just craving like something different. And I think, well, too, it's going to give us a chance to uh, deep clean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which you don't appreciate when you have an RV, but also have a house. You don't appreciate the fact that when you get when you move out of the RV. Oh, you appreciate it. You hate it. I hated it. Yes, we did. But you don't appreciate the part of it that means that yeah. it makes it easy to clean. You get everything out every time and you clean. Yeah. Like, man, our rig was so much cleaner when we moved out of it sometimes. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's really I mean, it's hard just... to keep it clean when you're moving all the time and like never getting your crap out of it. Yeah. It. I mean, like I'm looking at my side of the bed here and it's just a disaster and part of that's because like i know we we're know moving we're out moving, and so the motivation to like clean is pretty <laughs> but part of that's just because like oh stuff builds up and unless like i actually pull stuff out and do a deep clean right which is kind of a pain in a campground mm-hmm. um yeah it's it builds up it does it does yeah so i think that's like that season is like, oh, well, yeah, that's going to end. And I think keeping that in mind about everything, kind of, but it's going to end, but it doesn't mean it's like over, over. It just means it changes. And it doesn't mean it's not coming back either. Right. And so I think keeping that stuff in mind is just so helpful for like, it's always been helpful for me in terms of like parenting too. Yes. Like we're in a season. I like, was going to go there when, too. Yeah. When things are tough in a new new way mm-hmm. <laughs> like when they're babies and like all of a sudden they're like they were sleeping but now they're not sleeping or mm-hmm. they're having uh their no phase or <laughs> what you know there's all these phases right and i prefer oh, yeah. the term season but it's the same kind of thing and it's like none of that lasts forever it feels like it lasts forever especially with your first kid especially when you're in the middle of it yeah and that's a real feeling oh, yeah. but <laughs> when it's hard right but it's like the good and the bad, none of it lasts forever. Yep. And that's like the beauty of it. I think is like appreciating the season you're in and, or just like knowing that like, if it's tough, it's just a season. Yes, totally. There's like a part of it. That's a little bittersweet too. When you reflect on it. Yeah. Because it's like, but like Frankie's already like almost not a puppy now (laughs) we are not here to be the like cherish every moment people like well that's what I was gonna say yeah is like okay it helps you appreciate the season you're in yeah to know that it won't last forever yes but like also, you're looking forward to exciting There's a new, new season. Yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't yet. I mean, our oldest is 13. We yeah. haven't yet gotten to a season where I'm like, oh, I wish she was back in the last one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I Yeah, get, totally. I get the nostalgia for when they're little and stuff, but like, it's so fun. The new season is always so fun. Yeah, I don't know. Nostalgia is almost like too... Like strong a word. Strong a word. Yeah, because it's just I don't like want to go have, back. We have happy memories, but we're Very not like memories. wishing it was yeah. still the past. Yeah, and because it's seasons and because 
we understand that and feel that way about it. I, I think I also feel like excited about this next, like a next life season for you and I, which is, you know, like 10 years off or a little more now uh-huh. of like the kids probably like not living at home all the time. And then what's that like? We were watching um, the, ca- the new Keep Your Daydream. Oh, my, it makes me so excited for that season. They're like fully embracing the empty nester season. And like it's going so and having a blast with friends, right? Which it's they've so fun to see. They've always shown how they go and have fun with their friends as adults and with other adult friends. Yes. Which I really appreciate. So healthy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's just like I think they even talked about it like a new season in yes. more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so true. You yeah. know, it's and it's it makes me happy to see that for them, and it makes me happy thinking about uh, what that will be for us. But also makes me appreciate um, now. Yeah, I think it just helps me to not view anything as like too permanent in terms of like jobs or houses or whatever. Yeah, like that's not like it's all seasons. It's all it might last a while. But none of it's going to, like, be there forever. One of my favorite Noah Khan songs uh-huh. is If We Were Vampires. Oh, well, that's not his song, but yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I love He's... that song. Okay. I thought it it's was his song. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. It's a cover. I misunderstood that. Yeah. It's a great, great song. Whose song is it originally? Okay. Well, he does it with Wesley someone. Lumineers, right? Right. Um, and it's a really beautiful rendition of it. Jason Isbell. Okay, yeah. Unit. Mm-hmm. It's basically like, hey, if we were vampires and we're never going to die, then we wouldn't be able to appreciate now. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's very much that same idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the knowing that this won't last forever is like part of what makes it so beautiful and sweet. Yep, exactly. We'll put a link in case you haven't heard it or can't find it. It's a little sad, too, but it's good in that way. Oh, I don't, I guess I don't take it as sad. Yeah, it's definitely bittersweet. bittersweet. Like like any kind of season type of thing like we were talking about, it's just, it's bittersweet, right? Like you're always a little sad that one is ending. Mm-hmm. And a little happy and like happy that the new one is starting. And but it's, it's like, like, yeah, it's like, it's the way it's supposed to be. Yes. And, that and feels like so like natural, like just like at a like visceral level for me. Yeah. We're such northerners. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I think that's like been one of the great revelations of our travels in a very like practical way is that we are northern people. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with southern people. We love. Oh, yeah. The South, we love Heck yeah. places that don't have distinct seasons. We love warm places. Like, we love people everywhere. Mm-hmm. But where do we feel at home and where do we want to, like, be long term? It's like north, north, north. <laughs> we talked about if we go to Europe someday, where should we go first? And maybe it'll be Scandinavia. <laughs> I was looking at these pictures of Norway with snow and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I want to go there. And it's just like, I want to go there in the summer too, though. I, yeah, that would be amazing too. Like mm-hmm. it's just the beauty of the seasons and the snow, and yeah, it just resonates like deep inside of of me. Anyway, like 
I think our whole family and like also none of us can handle even being in 80 degree temperatures anymore. <laughs> We're like, it's too you freaking get, hot. We you get acclimated it. to it after a while. We do, but like, ew. Next summer, we're going to have to. I know. Well, if we keep our plan. Yeah. Yeah. Maine and Alaska are where it's how we've gotten stopped. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're like, oh, yeah, it got to 80 once. Well, and that's the thing about the Midwest is you get freaking cold winters and freaking hot summers. Yeah. It's a little extreme for me. But you do you do in have like mid Midwest a week or two of fall in there that is really good. <laughs> it was like a no fall kind of situation this year. No, it we was had, we it had, was so hot and then it was like cold. It it wasn't quite winter yet though. No, we were we were definitely having fall. Yeah, for a minute. No snow on Halloween, probably. <laughs> probably. No, I don't know. Not One this of those year. Years. But yeah, I love doing this show with you. I don't know if this is the first season of the show, if we want to think of it that way. Yeah, I don't think we'll take any breaks. So, <laughs> But it's been a great one. <laughs> the first year of the show anyway. Yeah, it's it's been so fun. I really like it. I'm so excited about uh, the community that we're building and just like the pro- other projects we're working on that we can't wait to share with you guys. And Can't wait. There's a lot of fun stuff in store for LFTR. If you're a pen pal, you might learn about it early. Mm, that's very true. <laughs> you definitely will because we cannot keep ourselves from telling <laughs> our pen pals things. But if people want to get in touch with us, uh-huh. uh, either, you know, on the Discord as a pen pal, um, yeah. like we already described, or yes. other ways, how can they do that? You can email us at lettersfromtheroadpod at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send us a letter. We love to read it on the show. It's been a little while since we've done one of those. Also, start sending your book club reviews in. Cause oh, book club we're is getting close up. to 40. You're getting there. So, book club is coming. Read your books. Get your book, re- get your book reports in, children. Uh, children. Children. <laughs> Please, yeah, we'd love to. We'd yeah, love to get we're some. Looking forward to a fun book club episode. More listener reviews. We've gotten a few. Yeah, more is good. And uh, also, there's a book club channel in Discord if you want to talk talk nerdy with all of us about our books. Yes, it's really fun. I like. I it just makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, you can find us on the socials, Letters from the Road Pod. And you can also go to our Substack as we talked about, lettersfromtheroadpod.com and subscribe. You can also subscribe for free just to get like notifications in your inbox if you'd like. Um, join our email list. We're not going to spam you with anything. It's just the list for the newsletter. So part of the pen pal situation is that we don't want to do ads as much as we can. Um, if we ever do ads, it'll be something that's very like uh, true to our message and ethos. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be very selective about those as we grow. So doing pen pals and having people join pen pals and support us in that way helps us keep it uh, limited to no ads. Yeah, it feels a. I hope it feels a lot better to you as listeners. It feels a lot better to us and uh, where mm-hmm. we'd really like to go with the show and with the community. Um, but we, it is good to make some money from this work. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided we really like doing this. We really like you. And we want to keep doing it. <laughs> so we have to find a way to make it sustainable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Become a pen pal. Yeah. Support us just, if you want it's to. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes. We've been having a great time chatting with people. So 
I think that's it for this week. <laughs> Sounds good. It's been a great one. It has. Until next time, friends, we'll see you down the road. Bye.